You're listening to Boudoir Therapy, hosted by Darlene Wong. I fly over oceans in my sleep. Join me in my private boudoir where I raise the volume in the presence of coveted, feminine, and empowering business women I call the queens. I can't we just be? You are not living life if you are not living your inner art. Today, I am going to introduce you to Genevieve Richer. She is a goddess. She is a self-love coach and an earthcraft artist and writer. Ooh, she's got a lot to tell us. I'm so happy to introduce her, and here she is, Genevieve. I would like you to tell our listeners today, what is your inner art? Well, hello, Darlene. Thank you so much for having me today. Um, That's a great question, my inner art. Um, Well, I've always been an artist, and I've always been, uh, I want to say, a, um, a caretaker. So to me... I, I believe that uh, my art is, is love, is, is a gift of love, the gift of love that I give to myself, to my children, to my friends, and to, to humans all over. We want a bit of you, Genevieve. <laughs> Would you say that your superpower is love? 100%, yes. I lead with love. I have for quite a long time, and uh, it's how I raise my children. It's how I run my business. You know, love above all. How would you define success? Love that question. Um, I mean, most people, as you know, uh, attach a a financial amount to success. I do not. I never have. So to me, success is abundance, light, joy, that exciting, delicious feeling of bliss. So I am successful at the end of my day when I can't wait to get to sleep so I can wake up in the morning. I love sleeping. I also love staying awake all the time. I'm not really sure which one I like more. Can you tell us a little bit about your coaching? Yes, absolutely. Um, So I am a trained coach. However, I have been a coach my whole entire life. I have always... um, coached my 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 friends my my colleagues and and basically that's how my business started I was an event planner in Philadelphia for about 15 years really and at the end of my career um, I was spending more time talking with the the clients the mothers the women who whose birthday parties I was planning uh, and I, I wanted to make sure that they were happy not with my service but with all of the creative choices that we were making together in philadelphia there was quite a bit of living living flashy there was a lot of keeping up with the joneses it was and is a normal practice to spend three four thousand dollars on a child's birthday party so which which is beautiful which is fine uh my issue at at that moment in that moment was that uh the child wanted a superman party but mom wanted the theme to be an elaborate color coordinated event so we would talk about that and we would talk about why that is and and all sorts of yummy tidbits would be unearthed and and we ended up talking about you know self-worth self-love and boom 
I'm not even sure I'm answering your question correctly, but, uh, but that's, that's how it started. It, it's a wonderful story because it shows, like you said, you've been coaching all your life. You just didn't give yourself the title coach, mm-hmm. but it's, you know what I've noticed is when people explain to me what their inner art is, it really has to do a lot going back to home mm-hmm. and home like within you. It's oh, it always has been there. You might have you know closed the doors for a few years, but you always end up returning. And when you're doing something that's so natural to you, then it's not really work. Would you agree with that? That 100%. Yes, indeed. And I, I'm not much for titles. I mean, my my website says that I'm a self love strategist. Um, sometimes I refer to myself as a self care coach. Uh, a mentor, uh, a guide, a friend, it, it really doesn't matter to me. I mean, honestly, all I want to do is serve, serve women and, and allow them to, to shine, you know, to, to find that, that yumminess inside of them that allows them to prioritize pleasure without guilt. Mm-hmm. I love the part where you said you just want them to shine. Sometimes it takes someone else to notice what kind of a shiny person you are. You, ha- you need sometimes others to remind you of your self-worth. Absolutely. And uh, I'm happy that you discovered that that was part of your uniqueness. It's your gift. Mm-hmm. It's your inner art. It's, it's unconditional love. Agreed. Genevieve, can you tell us when you had an aha moment where you realized, oh, I'm Genevieve Richer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I think that deep down, I've always known I was different. Um, Now I realize that we are a collective. There are women all over this planet that are multi-passionate. We are all different. We all seek more. Um, Many of us are uncomfortable with rules, with boxes. Um, So I've always kind of known that there was a little something off about me. (laughs) What happened, I think... I guess maybe why would you label it as off there's a very very good answer to that question we have been conditioned as women to label and the fact that I have never been a nine-to-five kind of child or a nine-to-five kind of woman is in fact something that is considered different and odd do I disagree I do (sighs) however the reality is that that you know, that's what people think. I'm so happy that you are out of the box and into the garden. That's the way I say it. <laughs> Love the garden. <laughs> so I was saying that uh, a couple of years ago, I realized it, it actually was a aha moment. I was taking a walk here in Hudson. Uh, I, wa- I was amongst nature and just in, in a very meditative state. I realized that being multi-passionate, being different was a gift. It was a divine gift that I am the only one who can offer what it is that I have in my heart. Um, there are so many different practitioners of, of self-care and whatnot, but, but my superpower, if you will, the unique way in which I deliver the love that I have inside of me um, is needed. And boom, from that moment on, I started doing me, being me, and making money as me. I just dropped all of the facade. I became much more authentic, much more open. And yeah, everything just blew up. It almost sounds like you you shed your skin. And we just want to hug you. <laughs> 
you must have gone through stages of fear, of guilt, of self-doubt. Could you tell us how you managed uh, a situation where you did encounter these negative energies? I, uh, I am a woman, I am a human, I am like everybody else. I experience fear often daily, right? But in all honesty, I treat myself the same way that I treat my, um, my children, my partner, and my, my clients at large. I invite them to walk through the fire to get to the other side all the time. So it would be appalling for me to hide and cower. So I do not. I get scared and I do it anyway, every damn time. And it's, it's not easy, it's hard, but uh, I, I purposefully um, challenged myself to, 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 like I said, walk through that, that fearful situation. As far as guilt is concerned, um, I've said this to you, I, I say it all the time, I rarely experience guilt. And the reason that I do not experience guilt is because I learned a long, long time ago as a young mom that if I didn't put myself first and prioritize my, my needs and my desires that the children um, suffered. Can you tell us when you learned that, like, and how, or, or who? I, I have three children. They are now 20, 17, and 12. Um, I was a stay-at-home mom for, for the first 10 years of their life, so I was exhausted. I had a spouse that traveled quite a bit. I was, I was a, a full-time mom. I experienced some mild depression, but also some feelings of anger, some feelings of, of, I want to be here, yet there is so much more. Um, and when that kind of started happening, it was suggested to me to, to go out and to be with friends or to do something that I enjoyed. So we're not talking about bubble baths and fancy nails. We're talking about like a walk alone for 10 minutes so that you can clear your mind. Um, we're talking about grabbing a book and maybe just going through the first chapter. So I started adding more and more of these things into my life. And the more I added, the nicer I was, the happier I was. And this reminds me of just this really cool quote that was once said to me. I'm going to say it all wrong, but I was told, don't tell your children to laugh. Tell them a joke and watch them react. And of course, they would giggle. And that's how I run my business and my life. I, I don't tell women, practice self-care, whatever that means to you, and you will be awesome. That's not it. I invite them to look inside, find what brings them joy, and then do it. Stop reading the self-help books. Stop doing the webinars. Actually do experience, practice what brings you joy. And then everything blows up. You just, you just light up like a Christmas tree because you get it at that point, because you've experienced it physically, emotionally, spiritually, you've experienced it in your body. She deserves a hug from everyone. I'm so lucky to be in her presence. Do you own a queen's chair? I own the ugliest chair. <laughs> And it desperately, desperately needs some love from you now. And, and this is actually going to happen. I lived in Paris for a couple of years. That's where my first child was born. And uh, I found a chair. I was going to say an auction, but not an auction, just a, like a flea market type okay. bazaar. And uh, I purchased it. It is antique 17th century art, maybe. Um, I'm going to bring it here to Darlene. And she's going to be like, they make these at Target, Jen. <laughs> It's just this ugly 
looking beautifully glamorous perfectly imperfect chair so yes i do have a queen's chair but it is desperately and deeply uh, in need of a a new dress yes yes <laughs> but what is this why do you still have this chair my ex-husband my current husband everybody tries to throw this chair out my 17 year old son <laughs> It makes me feel special. It's one of those wooden ornate chairs that have like the upholstered seat, but the upholstered seat, which was once velvet and, and maybe light colored is now like a squishy brown pancake, <laughs> but it feels so comfy to me. And although I have a very modern desk where I, I do my work, I don't know, that chair just feels like home. It, it makes me want to create. I'm excited to sit in it in the morning with my coffee. Good for you. How are you doing so far? You're good? I'm good. All right. This is going great. <laughs> what do you deserve from life and how will you make that happen in 2019? Yay me. You know, women are always so uncomfortable and shy, I believe, when, when asked this type of question. I am not. If it makes me different, it makes me different. I believe that I am a masterpiece created by a divine power so great and because i believe that like at my core then i i believe that i deserve it all i deserve happiness and i deserve financial abundance i deserve to be compensated for my art and for my work and for my writing um i deserve deep real authentic uh connected friendships i deserve love and passion and like an insane sex life I will be 40, I know, right? <laughs> I will be 45 years old in a couple of weeks, and I am the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. Midlife is just insanely delicious. I love it. It's like this beautiful freedom and this, this transitional awakening. So yeah, I deserve, I deserve all of it. All, all, all of it. We all do, but I, I believe that, uh, you know, we've worked real hard. High five on that. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I prioritize pleasure and I, I teach my clients to practice self-love and to practice self-care, I, I would ask that of you. What, what do you find difficult when it comes to either finding the time, making the time, or maybe just allowing yourself to, to practice whatever, whatever brings you joy? When I spoke to you earlier, I said something else, but now that I'm in it, I see it. I just, I see myself and I do this every morning, whether I have custody of the children or not I go in the bathroom and I take my time like I brush my teeth I wash my face get the guck out of my eyes you know I sit on the toilet I, I'm still there even if there's nothing happening I take a long long shower then when I get out of the shower you know I have to dry myself but I also have to cream myself and hey I've got two creams on my counter I'm gonna just like slip one of them and slush the other one and mix them together and there I go and I just take my time and then when I'm out of the bathroom I'm like flash I just move and I don't stop until it's night <laughs> So I think what I've learned also by having children is allow yourself to give yourself permission to take your time because we are always running. I know, I know. But if you make it a habit and you feel you deserve it, then whether I'm alone or with my kids, my kids, they just understand, oh, this is what mommy does. 
it doesn't interfere with their life it doesn't make them angry it's just what i do and it, that's what their mom does and i'm okay with it they're okay with it and anybody else who's around me and sees this will be okay with it too because well it's because we're worth it yes <laughs> yeah absolutely well yes. thank you Yes, I'm really happy that you're here um, sharing with us your type of boudoir therapy. I think everyone deserves a little dose of Genevieve Richer. Could you tell the listeners where we can find you online? Yes, absolutely. You can find me at GenevieveRichet.com and all of the handles and links to my social medias are, are there. I write for Super Chick Land on Facebook and I create art crystal wands at Earthcraft Offerings, also on Facebook. Can you tell us what the Super Chick Land is about? Yes, absolutely. I wanted a platform where I could really preach all of my self-love, self-care strategies and and just give some value and offer some, some free coaching. So Super Chick Land on Facebook is the platform that I use to do that. So all of my quotes and digital offerings and Anytime I have something to say, I will say it there. Thank you so much, Genevieve, for being on the show. I really appreciate it, and I really hope you can connect with listeners and listeners can connect with you as well. Oh my goodness, this was so much fun. This is my first podcast experience, and you are just the cutest thing ever. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, she is like four feet tall and adorable. (laughs) I fly over oceans. If you enjoyed the voice of Boudoir Therapy, please leave your review on iTunes. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram. And every Tuesday is Social Tuesday. I'll be active on social media if you have any questions. And don't forget the full moon special. Listen in a little bit closer to my story. Want to personalize your Boudoir Therapy experience? Visit www.darlenewong.com under DW Boutique to purchase your copy of Boudoir Therapy, a self-deserving journal made by me just for you. And never, never stop living your inner art because you deserve it. So thank you. I, I thank you for inviting me into your beautiful, beautiful studio. Can you say into my, into my boudoir instead? You said studio, which it is, but I just want for the show. I'm like, well, I'm like, what? <laughs> yes, I will say it again. Thank you so much for inviting me into your boudoir, and I look forward to connecting with your listeners. <laughs> so good. The end. <laughs> Is that okay? Yes, thanks. <laughs> I love podcasting because look, I have a sexy voice. I know. Like it, this whole mic thing makes me want to speak like this. This is.